Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. All right, at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's my opinion! He will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of this. Go to sleep! Go to Close your legs to married men, trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? Welcome, everybody, to Morally Corrupt, a show here on the Ringer Reality TV feed. I'm Rachel Lindsay. She's Callie Curry, and I am unwell. But we are gonna push through <laughs> to this podcast because we have a lot to talk about. We're I'm, I'm gonna set the stage right now. We don't really have news of the week, but our news of the week is kind of going to dip into Jersey because it surrounds what's going on with Jersey. They just dropped the trailer for the reunion. We're going to do the recap of Teresa's wedding, but also some news that Page Six is reporting about Louis' company. And then we're going to venture over to Martha's Vineyard. We're not going to do Atlanta. And to be honest, I didn't even watch this week. Didn't even watch. Was not rushing to press play on Atlanta. Did you watch it, Callie? Um, no, but I never do. I tried to watch last week because uh, we were going to cover it on this pod and I only got like 75% through episode one. So yeah. Listen, Nini was trending again on Twitter. The people and Portia, they're begging for them to come back. They're not liking what they see. And my fear is that that could possibly turn into not fear, <laughs> my desire, my hope is that it could turn into a legacy show mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. they start over again like they did New York. It's, maybe that's what we start doing when these franchises have been going on for so long. We just hit the reset button. Also, with Atlanta, there's so many characters that could be, like, you could have Phaedra and just not bring Candy back to Legacy. Keep her on the original show. And then have Candy and Kim and, and Phaedra and Portia and Nini. Yeah. If we just went back to season one, you could have Sheree. But you should go if we just went back to season Wait, one. Wait, you want Sheree? I could be I could have Sheree. On Legacy? She's Legacy. Yeah, but I mean, like, do you think she's bringing it to the current season of Atlanta? 
she's friends with Kim. So like that alone, remember she was- Are they still? The last time Kim came on the show, she was. I think she's cool with Kim. So them together, I'm for. Legacy. I feel like it's going to happen sooner than later, especially depending on how this season goes. Okay. Let's get into Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's, as I was turning on to watch Jersey this week, I thought, oh my gosh, here we go. It's the reunion. They're going to bring it. And then I saw we dedicated an entire episode to the wedding. And I was disappointed. I'm so, I'm happy for Teresa, but I was happy for her months ago when she got married. You know how I feel about this. That's yeah. why I don't watch the Kardashians. When it plays out in the news and we see, we know, we know the big drama. Melissa and Joe didn't come. I don't want to see her. I've already seen the finished product. I don't want to see her getting dressed. I don't want to see her get preparing and getting ready with, with her daughters slash bridesmaids. I don't want to see any of it. I, I'm just not into it. And what I also didn't want to see was the talking about Joe and Melissa on Teresa's wedding day. I get that you wanted to bring some element of drama into it, but I didn't want to see that either. This honestly could have been added to the last episode Mm -hmm. for 10 minutes. Like we did with Robin and Juan. Like we did with Robin and Juan. We could have added it to the end of the last episode. I will say that Teresa and Louie didn't talk about Joe, like, at all. It was other people mentioning him. The only part of it that I thought, okay, this deserves a comment, I totally forgot about their posting on her wedding day. That is true. And that's trash. And what was the post? And what was the post? It's a picture. There were, like, there was videos and pictures from them having a party at their house and saying, like, this is so much much better than a wedding. And um, the other thing was like blood doesn't make or Joe posted a picture of everyone like dancing. And then the, he wrote on top of the picture, blood doesn't make you family. That's right. Because I remember it when and it that's happened. that's just so gross and tacky to me. Like, I don't care if you don't like your sister. You're not going to the wedding. Why do you have to like take it a step further? I don't get it. it, it and you're so right. This is why it has to end. Because it's so messy. I can't fully be for Teresa and Louie. I can't fully be for Melissa and Joe. It's gotten so dark to the point where it it was fun to watch in the beginning. Like you you knew it was family drama and it was real, but it was still like, oh, 13 years ago, however many years, 10 years ago, it's like, ah, oh, it's fun to watch. Now you just feel dirty watching it. Mm-hmm. It just, if I didn't get along with my family member, this would make me want to make amends. This would make me want to fix it. It's just, there's nowhere to go. And that is why, just dipping into the trailer a bit, when Teresa makes a reference like, bye, Melissa, it's been fun. And Melissa's like, oh, I'm going somewhere? And, and Teresa's like, yeah. And Melissa's like, I didn't know that. Let's be honest here. They're not going to get rid of Teresa, Melissa. And you know that <clears throat> they're not. I mean, the fact that Joe and Melissa can't even acknowledge that Teresa is the show. The reason why Jersey has been successful, if we are completely honest, it is Teresa. Whether you like her or you don't like her, fans love her or love to hate her, whatever it is. She's a little kooky. She's the show. Without 
The one season they did without her was horrific. It was bad. And I will say that when it came to Melissa and Joe, Joe was the one we loved. Joe was the one we loved to watch. But now Joe has turned such a he's corner, worse. such a he's gone to such a point of no return. He is so unpleasant to watch. Mm-hmm. He's not fun. He's Mm-mm. not light. Remember, he would dance and he would strip yeah. and he'd flirt. And you I'm just not into. I'm not Joe into any of, anything he does. Seems so forced, and he's mad ninety nine percent of the he's time. Mad. Um, yeah. And like to your point, I think. Melissa's always been the hated one because Teresa didn't like Melissa because Teresa thought that Joe was the way he was because of Melissa. And this season, mm-hmm. I'm like, is it Joe? Is Joe the problem? It's it's just weighing a toll on him. I think they they need to step away. Because mm-hmm. think about it. We're, we're When we watch, we get annoyed because all they're talking about are Teresa and Louie. Mm-hmm. So just imagine filming for months and you're just having to talk about it over and over and over again. They are morphing. It's like morphing into Teresa and Louie and the anger and the drive. It's just a lot. So they need to step back. So there's no saving Joe and Melissa at this point. I don't, there's nothing else going on. I'm trying to think, and I was going to ask you, what is the thing? What is the piece of drama? What, I, I, I figured it out as I was saying it. I was going to say, what is the one thing that could keep them on the show? A divorce? divorce. Yeah. That's crazy. We both said it, but that is that's the only thing I think. I'm not interested mm-hmm. in anything else. Not that I'm interested in getting a divorce, but that would be a storyline right. for them. And I don't think there's anything else. They already threw that. They already played that out. Mm-hmm. Remember, they made it seem like they were. They might have been having trouble, but they made it seem like I don't know if they're gonna make it. Joe didn't didn't picture picture his life with Melissa to look the way it looks because she was. Very much a stay-at-home wife, mom, whatever. And now she works. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they've played that card. So they can't really do that again. And I don't want to... Wi- I don't wish to force on anyone. So I just think it's just time for them to go. But I do think that is the only way that they can stay. I told Rachel before we started filming that I watched the entire episode. And usually, like, for example, if you guys are following along with Juliet and I, we're watching Love Island Season 3 right now together... When I watch episodes of Love Island, I have like 15 bullet points written down. <laughs> For this whole entire episode, I had two bullet points written down. One was, please tell me Teresa got a prenup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the second one was Louis P sitting down. <laughs> Those were my only two bullet points. Those were the only... What, him sitting down was the only new piece of information we got, right? <laughs> like, we knew about her hair. We knew about the posts that they were making. We knew about all that drama. So we knew they didn't come. The only thing we didn't know is that he pees sitting down. And what was Teresa's response when he said, I pee sitting? He, he said, I you like all it. the weird stuff I do? Like, I love it. That's when I get, con- I love that's when I get concerned about Teresa. That's when I get concerned about Teresa. I mean, when I really thought about it last night, I'm like, I guess I wouldn't care. Who cares? You know, pee how you want to pee. How did we get here? That's what I want to know. Have you been peeing sitting down your entire life? Is there something wrong where you have to sit? When you go into a boy's men's bathroom, do you have to go into a stall every time? Also, my personal preference, I wish 
we could pee standing up because I personally don't sit my butt on public toilets. So I have to squat. Yeah, squat all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And your legs fucking shake if it's a long pee. And don't be pregnant <laughs> because then you're squatting 200 plus and you have to pee really bad. It fucking sucks. But that's what we have to do to stand up and pee. So the fact that he's choosing to sit is wild to me. I wouldn't choose. You know what I thought? I thought he has a small penis. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I thought, well, if it was long and you had to tuck it in, it would touch some things. I don't know why this is where I... That is true. I don't know That why. if he I had mean, a huge, soft penis, that the tip would hit the water. <laughs> it just gave me visuals. I did. I hate this whole not be, moment. It might not be micro, but it's no, not... No, I don't think it's what's micro. What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name on um, Atlanta? The stripper? Bolo. I Bolo. Bolo. It's such a- yes. So he might not be micro, close. but he ain't Bolo. <laughs> that is what we do know. The problem was that it made me, I, I saw it. The problem is I got a visual when he said it. And the other problem was when I say, Teresa says, I love it. This is where I get concerned because it's like, I'm like you. I'm a different. If, if, if you sit down, I could care less. But my response definitely wouldn't be, I love it. I love everything. She is so deep in that bubble. She's drowning in it. She's drowning in that love bubble. At the same time, and I agree with you, I think she's drowning. I think Louie could do anything. She's going to defend him. Although, from what we've heard from the the little snippet of the reunion slash Andy Cohen did a Chicks in the Office interview, I believe. And and he says that um, Louie contradicts himself a lot at the reunion. He says he didn't know, he says he doesn't know Bo Deedle, that he doesn't have files. But he did the show like it's just very back and forth. And he did the same or he did. He said he did have everything. And then at Watch What Happens Live, he said the opposite. So I guess Andy was kind of like, I was both places. I was at the reunion with you and I'm here at Watch What Happens Live. And you have two different stories. I have to imagine that that annoys Teresa. But for the most part, I think she's very deep in the bubble with Louie. That being said, this is the best version of Teresa I've seen. She seems very happy. She seems not wanting to dip into the drama. She seems like, I don't know. She seems like a great version of herself. So No, she seems zen and light. And on this podcast, we before, and I know she's in therapy and she seems to just, the things that bothered her before, she doesn't allow them to bother her. Mm-hmm. If anything, she gets emotional about it, but not yeah. angry. And before we were crediting that to Louis, like when we recap this last year, I remember I was like, I've turned a corner on Melissa and Joe. Mm-hmm. I love what I'm seeing with Teresa. Louis seemed to bring out the best in her. He seemed to be very zen. Mm-hmm. I remember I even commented seeing them in person on a carpet and he just adored her. He was taking pictures, holding her purse. He's just but, like, but that's what I'm saying. Do you think he's different off camera? Maybe. But I can't ignore the things that I'm seeing on camera. It can't be an act, especially when you contradict yourself. Yeah. This is in you, and this is who you are. And that, like, you know, we'll go back and forth to the tra- things, the trailer, and put them as we're doing this this recap, kind of doing a recap, <laughs> as, as we comment, as we do our... <laughs> I've, our our thoughts on season 13 is yeah. what it's, this is becoming more than anything else since they made this be the finale. In the finale, Teresa makes the comment 
to to uh, Melissa that she believes that the FBI, Melissa told the FBI on her. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. even says, well, I've talked to the FBI. But her real, her real evidence was Jacqueline Loretta. Is that how you say her last name? Mm-hmm. Caroline Manzo kind of. And if we know anything that Melissa told the FBI. I think it was Joe, not Melissa, but yes. What is, wait, okay. I'll finish this thought and then I got to hear what Caroline says because I am, I believe Caroline yeah. for some reason. Um, we all know if you, if you've been watching Jersey from the beginning, you know that Jacqueline and Teresa had a, were super, super close, had a huge blowout. And Teresa hates Jacqueline, mm-hmm. even though I always felt like Jacqueline still wanted to be Teresa's friend. Teresa hates Jacqueline. I mean, Jacqueline was like, you caught Joe mm-hmm. with a woman on top of his desk. So, I mean, like terrible accusations mm-hmm. against one another. So the fact that we know that they're friendly because they photographed themselves together. I think it was in Vegas, but we didn't know I, how close they are if they continue this friendship. And I guess Jacqueline, according to Teresa, has been telling Teresa all these things about Melissa and how Melissa feels about her. And allegedly that Melissa or Joe talked to the FBI. But Andy in the trailer in the trailer calls out Teresa. He's like, okay, like that's real rich of you to use Jacqueline when we know how you feel about Jacqueline and how you've talked about her in such a disparaging way for years on years on years. What did Carolyn Carolyn Manzo? So apparently the story is that Joe called the FBI and his assistant was there or something like that. The assistant is very close with the family. I don't know if it's Caroline or if it's Jacqueline, but with them, they have a huge family. So I don't know who in the family the assistant's close to or whatever. And they told them that he had done that. And then Joe Judice got arrested. So they obviously are like, okay, we heard this and then that happened. So it must have happened. Um, Jacqueline told Teresa that. And then Caroline didn't say it was Joe, but she was like, I 100% know who did it. So somebody did call on him. Here's my question. If Joe tipped them off, why didn't Joe have to testify? I don't know. Or Melissa? I have no idea. I mean, I, I mean, maybe you could make the argument. I don't, I, by the way, I have not heard that it was Melissa at all. The only things that I've heard is that it's Joe. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying the accusations that are being thrown is that it came from Melissa or Joe or both. I guess if Joe said that he had heard about it and told them A, B, and C, they don't really need him. They need the companies and the people to come. For, you know what I mean? Maybe, but what he must have said some, cause like, you get FBI, I'm sure gets calls all the time. So you get a call about a yeah. person and you immediately dig in. Like he must have come. If he did it, he couldn't have just said, hey, I think my brother-in-law is doing something illegally. He had to come. He had to really have some convincing No, I'm stuff. sure it seems like he knew. Like he had to have known that Joe was not right. paying taxes because that's the issue, right? Was his, It was IRS yes, fraud, right? That, but then there was fraud. I, I, I'm not, I don't really know. But I feel like there were a, several charges that came out of it, I thought. But again, if I called the FBI right now and was like, my brother-in-law is not paying taxes, I don't think they'd be like, great, we're going to, we're going to stop what we're doing and put down. Yeah, but was there like a whole, there wasn't like a trial, right? Wasn't it just sentencing? Like he didn't pay the IRS. I think they pled guilty, but God, it was so long ago. Yeah, because I don't remember there being like a whole trial or anything. Like it was tax fraud, I thought. All right, four years. Uh, 
Teresa and Joe were indicted on 39 counts of fraud and tax charges. 39 counts. Yeah. Uh, it, it, here's the thing. We'll never know. We'll never know. No, no. I think, honestly, if Caroline Manzo came out and said, I know for a fact it was Joe, blah, 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 then I'd be like, nah, I believe her. But she's just saying she knows who it was, da, 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 whatever. Also, didn't, doesn't Teresa say, supposedly in the reunion, reunion, like, tell Caroline I'm sorry? I don't, I didn't see that part. I don't know. Babe, but what is she sorry for? For hating her, not believing her, whatever. I don't know. Did Caroline tell, try to t- warn her or tell her? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it'll come we'll out, out in the reunion. But but the point is that, because I said, I don't know if I said this off mic or before or on the mic, that Teresa and Louie don't look great at the reunion from the trailer. You've got Teresa using Jacqueline as evidence when it's like, even Andy stops, Andy stops and he's like, whoa, really, Jacqueline? And when Andy does that, who's like the encyclopedia of it all, it's kind of like, even Andy's like, chill out. That's your evidence. Then you've got Louie with his, I've got files on each one of you. That's coming out. And then he he throws in Bo Deedle's name again. And then you've got Frank and Joe. And obviously, we know Joey and Louie don't get along. But I don't really know how Frank is with Louie. Frank is like, you called on me. You did something about me and Joe. So like Frank's now in on it. And then you have Fuda. I want to say John. John Fuda is is also like talking about Louie and trashing him and and saying stuff about him. And I feel like we never saw that side. I didn't even know Rachel and John Fuda had an issue with Teresa and Louie. But something came out and now they do. So it doesn't look good for Teresa and Louie. I kind of believe the Fudas, even though I'm not a huge Rachel fan. I don't know. The only reason... The only reason why I don't is because she so clearly has chosen the Margaret Melissa side of things. So. But not her husband. Yeah. But if her husband wants it, it seems like, <clears throat> and even like, I, I totally get Frank's position here. Frank is good friends with Joe or has been for a long time. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. going to take Joe's side. That's just like how it, how it's going to, how it's going to go. So I get him. The food is though, I feel like, on the guy's side of things, Joe is like the ringleader of all of them. He's like he the guy. So if they want to get in, like they feel like they have to be, they can't go against Joe. The only one that doesn't like Joe is Louie. No one else. Everyone else well, likes Joe. I don't feel like you had to go against Joe. I feel like more so you could have just said, like, uh, what's Margaret's husband's name? We can't even think of it. <laughs> It's early, guys. It's early, it's early on a Friday. Okay. Margaret's husband didn't jump in on that. So I don't feel like, I feel like John, John and Rachel, even though they have, um, they might be aligned with Joe and are friends with them. Rachel never came after Teresa. Rachel never came after Joe. Jennifer. She only had an inner, she only had an issue with Danielle. So even though she's friends with Margaret, she never got into the drama. John never got into the drama. They're closer to them. So that's why to me, it was so shocking to see John Fuda is pissed. He is upset at Louie. So I can't wait for this showdown and to see what happens. But Louie did something. And and it seems to be with John Fuda's business because he's a businessman as well. And he said, what did he say? He either said, I know Bodito or I know people too or something like that. 
and made it seem like he knows stuff on Louie as well. Reunion looks good. I'm actually really upset we had to watch this episode By the way, before. Last, la- I know, last week we were like, oh, we can't wait. We have two reunions back to back. And then <laughs> we, we did not. not. But we will have that next week. And I can't wait because Vanderpump reunion was amazing. So to have New Jersey Vanderpump, I'd be very happy. New Jersey and Vanderpump. It's going to be so good. So good. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting talking about uh, Vanderpump because we leave that. Wait. One note about Vanderpump before we move on. She can't help herself. But I can't help it. And this actually um like goes with what you know what we cover. Since we cover Housewives and we just finished covering Jersey, which to your point, I don't think that was a recap. It was just thoughts. But that's fine. <laughs> and we have to talk about one more thing before we move on from that too. But Lisa on Vanderpump. Mm. Respectfully. Mm. Please stop talking. Period. Do you notice that Tom looks at her? Sandoval keeps keeps looking at her like, "Help, bail me out." Well, she's helping. She's trying. I'm shocked that James and Lala don't care. They're like, "If you're gonna stand up for him, then I'm gonna say my piece." And usually they've all been like scared to say anything about Lisa because I think they were like, oh, my jobs, my jobs. But now they're all like, well, we don't work for you anymore. So we don't necessarily need you. I think they all like and respect her, but they're like, we don't have to act like you're our boss anymore because you're not. Yeah. Also, especially for people like James and Lala, they're like, they ain't firing us. (laughs) They're not. They're not. (laughs) If anything, their stock is rising. It is continuing... So respectfully, Lisa, shut the fuck up. That was the vibes that they were giving. (laughs) Shut up. I pray she calms down in the next two episodes because it's only going to get more intense, Mm -hmm. especially as Raquel walks Mm -hmm. in. Um, It is becoming outrageous with Lisa. And I'm sure Lisa is a person who also is bothered, I think, by what people think. Remember, she was the one and she pays attention, I feel like, to what people say, what the blogs say. She was, it was allegedly her who was talking to the blogs mm-hmm. during um, her time on Beverly Hills. Remember how she used to kind of be the puppet, puppet, uh, is it master, pu- puppet master? Yeah, puppet, puppet master. master. Trying to get people to say different things. Yeah. Yeah. And it is clear that she is clear that she's no longer the puppet master of this group, mm-hmm. at least with the Lala and James. So she's either going to completely remove herself and run away from all this, like she did on Beverly Hills, or she's gonna have to backtrack not apologize but explain herself because this is a terrible terrible look i don't know one person who's okay with what lisa's doing um one of my friends said she's like the only thing i can think is that she's defending him so hard because it, she has a business with him and so she's like but don't like, i don't want him to go down save him. no so i'm just like i don't care see I, I get i get it i guess but it's like first of all that's not going to change anyone from coming or going to your shop if you stand up for him that's not going to change anything if anything, it's going to make it worse because people are going to be like, why are you standing up for him so hard? Yeah. And it's, it just, for if I'm Ariana, it is very clear that it is business over everything for you. I, I could not, Ariana's saying the right things, but you can tell she is disgusted with Lisa. And I could not be, she said, I, 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 don't, I can't trust you. I can't confide cool. in you that way, knowing that you are this way with Sandoval. Which I don't, for some reason, like that, Lisa was shocked. She was like, I don't like, I don't want it to affect us. And I'm like, 
how do you not think it's going to affect your relationship? She doesn't feel, and she was like, I can't confide in you because you're best friends with him. Because Lisa's minimizing it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's minimizing yeah, she's it in her head. Like, well, everyone's why. cheated. And I'm like, this is not the same thing. It's not the same thing. No. Which is why people have such a huge reaction. Yeah, I love how Lala was like, I was not fucking my best friend's guy. There's a big difference. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I can't wait for her to stand up. Also, I was very shocked that James got out of his seat that early. I thought this that was early. to come. I was How? he got out of the seat five times. <laughs> the first, it, but the first time was in the first three minutes. Also, he, it, Lisa being like, "We just sat down. This is we're going to be here for ten hours. Like we don't need to start off like this." And Lala was like, "Um, no, we're ready. Yeah, we came <laughs> we're ready." ready. We're not gonna, like so what? I'm like, what did you think? You thought that they were gonna be like so nice and then move on? Like, no. I'm actually shocked. I think the thing that shocks me most is that Raquel is still there. Raquel, we know Raquel can't handle this kind of stuff, and she's watching it all unfold. She can't even form words, which is typical Raquel. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Raquel saw that, packed her bags, and was like, "I'm out. I can't do this." And the fact that she's still there is shocking. The little clips that they've... First of all, her watching the entire thing, like, she's just smiling. And I'm like, are, are you not registering? Yeah, I like, want to know, too. Yeah, I'm like, she just doesn't get it at all. And then her one, one-on-one, she was like, you know, I'm expecting the worst, but hoping for the best. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then Ariana <laughs> saying that all she got for a text from her three days later, just being like, I'm like, all I can say is I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> if I was Ariana, though, I'd be like, good luck. That's who you chose. Um, last comment on Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. I think Katie's really smart because her digs yeah. are like just very thoughtful and funny. And I think you have to be smart to do that. Oh, my God. Wait, we have to talk about this. The biggest shade. How did I forget this? is when they were talking about Schwartz and Sandy, Sandy's, and they were saying that Andy was like, why couldn't you just open and have drinks and small food? And they were like, those important to get the food right. And they flashed to two corn dogs on a plate. I said, this is the funniest thing. This is what they're waiting for. <laughs> they are so shady. Immediately. Couldn't even get the I mean, the producers out. clearly don't like them. No. They don't like them. Two corn dogs. We were just waiting to get the <laughs> And it wasn't even a long one. Just two baby corn dogs. What? I mean. That was so funny. We should have titled this whole episode. Two, two baby corn dogs. Two baby corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. This episode is brought to you by Jersey Mike Subs. Jersey Mike's uses only the highest quality of meat sliced right in front of you, piled high with the freshest toppings. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. For me, it's roast beef and provolone with onions, lettuce, tomato, and the juice. You like authentic cheesesteaks? At Jersey Mike's, they're cooked on a real flat top grill. You can hear the sizzle and taste the difference. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Order on the app today or visit jerseymikes.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. 
Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Going back to Jersey, because there was something that you wanted to bring up, and I'm assuming it's the Margaret of it all. No, it was the hair, but we can also talk about Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to say this. I'm, I'm completely over Margaret. You don't get fully dressed up, glammed up. No. It's almost like it's it's like I had the thoughts in my head and now it's too early. They've they've gone away. But Margaret getting dressed up and coming and making a scene shows me how addicted she is to the drama. She also probably never, never was gonna attend the wedding. She just wanted to get dolled up and have and Camera. probably get paid to be on an episode. One hundred percent. Right? It makes she no doesn't sense. even like Teresa like that. Like she went there. First of all, she's crying during the wedding. And she was like, yeah, me and Louie were the only ones crying. And she was like, well, I was just so sad because we're here and Joe and Melissa's not here. And that's all I kept thinking of. And I wanted to be like, you were crying because you got emotional about a wedding. It happens. Come in. <laughs> yeah, I think she came just to be on camera. And then once she got her camera time, she dipped out. She dipped. She did. She got paid and she left. But like, it's just so, I just don't believe anything Margaret does at this point. And I think she used to be funny yeah. and witty. And now it's like, you just, have, uh, you're, it's what we said before. You don't have anything going on. And those are the worst people to be on the show because you got one season where you can meddle into some everyone else's business instead of, focusing on yourself. But when you go into two seasons doing that, it's like, I don't want to see, find some business or move on. Your time is done here. Yeah. And the fact that Jen Fessler, who barely knows Teresa, which is not surprising at all, because what we've seen from Jen Fessler this season is that she's pretty normal. Um, I actually really, right. really like her. But her being mm-hmm. like, we're not leaving. Like she tried to tell Margaret, like, we can't leave. Like, what are you talking about? This is not about Joe and Melissa. This is about uh, Teresa and Louie. Like if you if you made it to the wedding, you should have liked her enough right. to want to celebrate them. And that's not what Margaret right. was there for. Right, right. It's almost like she's so afraid 
of upsetting Melissa and Joe. But like, girl, you came. You came. You're photographed. You were there. You wanted to talk about the hair. I just don't get it. Also, the hairstylist was on the show. I'm like, I would not show my face. And then Teresa being like, she came up with it. I was like, what? The hairstylist? Teresa came up with it? No, the hairstylist. <laughs> that was so well, ugly. Teresa liked it. Did she though? Even Louie was like, that was a lot of hair. Her feet, her hair was standing up three feet tall. And she was like, but that's what she wanted. So I loved it. And I was like, Louie, you thought it was fucking crazy. Maybe she's a fan of Marge Simpson. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but that's what it was giving. <laughs> it was, it was definitely giving Marge Simpson and everyone trying to be as nice as possible about it. Like even Jennifer was like, Oh, do you want it that high? Like every person, by the way, Jen's hair looked great. I was like, where's her hairstylist? Bring her in. It must have looked taller in person too. Because it looks tall, but their reactions make it seem like it was probably another foot taller than what we saw. 100%. (laughs) It's wild. Well, it got people talking about it. Mm $10,000 well spent? I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't think any hairstyles worth $10,000, to be completely honest. I would never spend that on my hair. You're lucky if I spend over $1,000. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's Jersey. I I can't wait for the reunion. Um, maybe this episode was to just like cleanse our palate a bit before we dive in and get real down and dirty with the Gorgas and the Ruelas. Is that his? What's his? Is that his last name? Um, Rulas. Sorry, Louis. Yeah. Also, it's Ru- really weird that Ru- Teresa's last name was Gorga. Like, I just can't picture it. <laughs> Summer House, Martha's Vineyard, moving on. The episode is The House Divided. And then a lot went down this episode, at least the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Callie, we're, we ended last week with everyone was mad at Phil. Amir stepped up to Phil, mm-hmm. um, who Amir has quickly become a, f- a fan favorite, at least on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It ended with the guys kind of separating the two of them. Then we pick up where. Jordan tries to first talk to him and then is screaming at him and goes off. And now Phil has upset a person who is actually trying to be an ally in the situation to him because he talks to her crazy. And so we start with this meeting between the house of what should happen with Phil because everyone seems to be mad at him and they want him to leave. Bria also brings up that she is still mad at Mariah because Mariah put her hands on her and pushed her. And so now they're also talking about whether or not Mariah should leave. Were you surprised at how they handled this house meeting and the results that came from it? Yes, because the results would not be the results if Mariah and Phil were in the room. If you're going to have a house meeting, then everyone in the house needs to be there. I still think Phil probably would have gone home. Like I said, I still think he probably would have had the votes. Those people are not vote- voting Mariah out in front of her face. They're not doing it. They None of them no. were even happy to do it. Like they all felt bad no. after the fact. I just can't imagine them voting her out. Also, the fact that she gets to say she put her hands on me and there was only two people there when that happened. So because she's in the room and gets to say she put her hands on me, 
And Mariah doesn't get to say, no, I didn't. I shoved the clothes back in you because back, or I shoved the dog's shit back to you because you put it in my laundry. Yeah. Everyone just is believing Bria's story. I just thought it was crazy that she didn't get a chance to even say anything. I understood why Phil wasn't down there, but why wasn't Mariah down there? Because she was flirting with Phil. I mean, I know she thought Phil was really cute, but like, how did she not notice that she was separate from the rest of the group? Well, she didn't know a house meeting was being called. She thought she was just in the kitchen with Phil. Mm. I just thought it was Mm. crazy that they didn't say, okay, we're having a house meeting. So everyone in the house needs to be there. And the fact that Bria just got her way pissed me off. Yeah. I I, I would have been like, all right, now let's vote on Bria going home because she brought a dog without asking anybody. And I'm allergic. <laughs> right. I felt like they really did Mariah dirty. Uh, this, this whole time she's been there, these first two episodes, between disrespecting her moon mass and making her feel rejected and mm-hmm. not included. And then this. And Mariah's already kind of an outsider because she didn't work at the club with the rest of the girls. And she kind of just knows everybody through Jasmine, but isn't connected and close. And out of everyone in the entire group, Jasmine and Mariah have known each other the longest. Mm -hmm. And I would just be upset. I get Jasmine was trying to be fair, but she hung her hat too much on being fair. Like when you're a friend of that many years, I'm that's lived homeless with and made a show, I'm riding for you. I'm like, no, y'all don't understand her. And again, Jasmine, you weren't there when it happened. So why are you only believing Bria? Yeah, I would have been like, Bria, you can go. But this is my friend and I know her. And I think Mariah even said something like that. Like, you, y'all know my, y'all know me. You know my character. And you're just going to hang it on this one situation on a word of somebody y'all barely even know. Like even Jasmine was kind of like, I'm not that close with Bria. Remember out of all the girls, she was closer with yeah. and Jasmine. She wasn't as close with Bria. So Jasmine, all that stuff you went through with Mariah and you're going to send her home. And it just, it was unnecessary. Phil could have gone home and it would have been enough drama. You didn't need to send Mariah home as well. However, I thought this was very interesting because having watched six seasons of Summer House in the Hamptons, mm-hmm. where it's a majority white cast, and now watching Summer House Martha's Vineyard with a black cast, Summer House the Hamptons never would have handled this situation like this. No. In six seasons, we've never seen them call a house meeting and kick somebody out of the house because of their outrageous behavior. Otherwise, Lindsay would have been gone seasons ago and 100%. Carl too at that and, and it Kyle. made me laugh <laughs> and Kyle we wouldn't have and a cast it made me laugh we would have a cast it made me laugh because I was like this is the difference between the way black people and white people handle situations the black people were like, like uh uh no we're not I'm not we're not playing any games I'm not I'm not going through this for the rest of the summer no thank you I still think it's fucked up also to your point with Jasmine the least you could have done if you wanted to be fair was to be like, okay, well, let's bring Mariah in here to tell her side of the story. Right. That's the least you could have done. If that's your best friend, I just can't imagine either of us, someone telling us that they're sending our best friend home because they did something to provoke them. And then our best friend reacted, maybe not in the best way. Yeah. Which I really, I really, really, really don't think it was that big of a deal. And I don't know if it's because I played sports or what, 
But pushing something into your chest is not putting my hands on you. No, Bree's a big baby. She's got the dog. She's like, he's emotional support. No, he's not. He's just your dog. She's a bait. She's Which, by the way, I really get is a giving. lot of people do that. A lot of people want to bring their dogs everywhere. So they say that. I get that. But you don't have to have him. It's she's a big baby and she's really getting she's whiny. She complains. Like, I'm I'm so not in to Bria. To Bria. Me either. But Amir, as much as I love Amir so far, I am very like, I'd be really upset if I'm Mariah watching this back. Amir's the one who put the dog stuff in the laundry. Why? Bria made it seem like she did it. She defended it. Yeah. So if you knew you didn't do it, why didn't you say, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I didn't put it in there. And then Amir was listening and just kept drinking his glass of wine <laughs> rather than stepping up and saying something. He, w- he would just been like, it was me. Mariah would have been like, it could have fixed the whole situation. Oh, 100%. It really would have. Mariah would have been like, please don't do that, Amir. Like, it wouldn't have been a big deal. The reason why Mariah was mad is because she's like, I already talked to you about the dog. And now you're right. doing this? So right. Bria would have just been like, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. That's why Amir went and hugged Mariah when he left, when she left, because he knew I'm the reason that you're 100%. going home. 100%. Also, Amir shouldn't have voted for her to go home. Did he raise his hand? I thought everyone did. No? I thought everyone, I know everyone raised their hand on Phil, but for some reason in my mind, I feel like Bria was just like, well, I feel uncomfortable with Mariah. And then Jordan was like, I love Mariah, but what she did was wrong. And then it was just kind of like, Mariah has to go too because Bria feels uncomfortable. I don't remember them taking a vote, but that, but I could be wrong. It could be wrong. And Jordan's Bria's best friend, right? So she had to say that. No, Shanice's. Shanice's. Shanice was quiet. Shanice does not like confrontation and we'll get into that because Shanice... Woo wee, it was painful to watch her confront Alex. Um, so we're down two in the house, but we know two more are coming, which also makes me feel like maybe this was always the plan because there's not enough room for all of these people. We literally have another guy and a girl coming. And I don't know if that was always the case or what. So out with two, in with two more that are coming. Not this mm-hmm. episode, but we know they're coming next. So they, they go out for a field day to the beach Mm -hmm. and the girls are in one car, the guys are in the other and the guys are all talking about their preferences. And I just get such a Nick is such a try. He's trying too hard to be cool, to be unfazed by things, to be above it. Like it's not bad for you to say you thought Jordan was attractive. Also, it's not bad for you to say you have a girlfriend. What's the, you know why he hesitated? Because he had been trying to holler at all the other girls 100%. prior to coming in. So it was, he, he didn't want to be called out is what he didn't want. I don't even believe he has a girlfriend. I just don't. I think, if I'm honest, he was sliding in all these girls, the girls' DMs who were coming in. It was not reciprocated. And rather than and the girls have come into the house and one's interested in Amir. The other is interested in Alex. Nobody's fucking with him like that. I just feel like he's like, you know what? I don't really care because I already had a girlfriend anyway. And I don't believe it. I just believe that's his saving face of so he doesn't seem that he was rejected by the other women. That's my theory. Until she comes. Old boy's coming from Germany. So if this girl doesn't come, 
I don't believe it. Okay, well, oh. she's not coming because he ain't going to have her in the house with them so that they can all tell her, like, we didn't know he had a girlfriend because he was DMing all of us. She's not coming because she doesn't exist. I'm telling you, she doesn't exist. That's my theory. I, I agree with you. When he said it, I was like, huh? That's not what I thought. Because you know how Alex kept being like, you know, there's stuff that I know, but he he wouldn't say anything. Like Alex was kind of alluding to there's other things, but he didn't say anything. I was not thinking it was he had a girlfriend. You were thinking that he was gay, as as was I. Yeah. I I really I was like, why are we being so secretive about this? Is he about to come out to the group? Like it just it, I'm glad he ended up saying what it was because I don't like assuming that kind of stuff. Yeah, but the too. way that they were talking, it was like, well, that the way he was talking made me feel like, oh, that's what he's going to say. But Alex keeps doing that. Like when he said he heard things about Shanice and it was like, OK, Al-, he's like, it's not my place to say. And five minutes later, he's given us the full breakdown. Wait, also by that, <laughs> when he said that, I thought he meant like he was trying to say that she was a hoe. I did, too. And then, it was, <laughs> and then it was that she was supposedly crazy after a breakup. Also, I love Shanice being like, I didn't do everything they were saying, but I did do some. <laughs> <laughs> I like Shanice. <laughs> um, I love that the girls were giving her, obviously Shanice is their friend, but they also were just like giving her the benefit of the doubt because can we all agree that you need to question a man who's going around on his social media and different blogs and different podcasts talking about his girl? Can you focus on your acting career rather than telling everybody about your allegedly crazy, crazy. ex-girlfriend? Do you not have anything else to talk about? Like that, He was doing, it's not like he did one thing. How many times have we heard, oh, she's crazy? Right. And he was doing a, a media tour talking about yeah. her he was and, and at the time we didn't even know who Shanice was like you're just why are you telling everybody about this ex it says more about you than it says more about her in my opinion and I had to look this guy up they were like he was on Insecure when and where I looked him up I don't remember him I also don't remember a lot of Insecure for some reason except for the last season this whole thing rubbed me the wrong way and Alex is starting to rub me the wrong way too you're zen. I get it. It's Yeah, it's a little over the top. I love that you practice meditation. I love that you get up and you take in the day and the morning. I love all of that. I'm into it. But he seems to be judgmental. And that, to me, is a turn off. And just too particular, like, oh, you're all up in my space. You're living in a house with 15 people. What are we doing here? I'm not under, I, I just, I'm, Alex is really, really throwing me off. Also, back to Amir, as much as I like Amir, I will hold on to the moment of him standing up to Phil and then him opening <laughs> up about his bullying. Mm-hmm. I'll hold on to that. It's carrying me through these episodes, but I am seeing how immature he is. The towel situation with the dogs and him being like, I saw Shanice's boobs. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little young. Okay, little but that was also a lot. If I met, they met, they met someone, they, she met them, let's say, 22 hours ago. <laughs> and then he knocked on the door and he said, she said she was in there and he was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, who is it? And he was like, Amir. And she was like, oh, you can come in. She didn't have to come out of the bathroom, walk into the room. She didn't. She wanted Amir to see her boobs. She did. 
I, I also think she was trying to be funny by doing it and get a reaction. That seems to be Shanice. She does things to get a reaction. I mean, we see on the, the, the trailer where she's jumping in naked but to naked. the pool. Then yeah. she gets in the hot tub naked. Like, that's just I think Shanice. She likes being so naked. She, she likes being naked. I like being naked too. So I understand that. When I was in the Bachelor Mansion, I always was walking around topless with, and f- I mean, granted, I was with a bunch of women, but I was always. Oh, I thought you meant when you were the Bachelorette. No. <laughs> I was like, I always okay. greet the men topless. <laughs> no, when I was on the, when I was on the Bachelor. Cause upstairs, upstairs, they can't come up there. But day one, were you doing that? Day one. Second, well, second day, we moved into the house, we moved into the house second day and there's three bathrooms. There's three bedrooms. And because the, ca- the cameras can't come up there. The cameras aren't there. It's not like you're in the bathroom. A guy knocks on the door and you're like, oh, I'm in here. No. And then you're like, oh, he's out there. Let me walk no. out there. There's no footage of me naked on camera. The cameras can't come upstairs without permission for that very reason. Um, but I definitely was like, you know, you have to. It's like a dorm. I'm taking, there's set, I'm sharing a room with seven people. I don't have time to cover up all the time. There's no privacy. So I was, I was half naked majority of the time. No, but that's fine. I think that's fine and very normal, especially like you played sports. We walk around naked all the time. Exactly. So that's different. Exactly. Very true. But I'm not mad at her. It's just, I'm not, not either, like, but he's, I think it's fine that he was like, surprised that she walked out of the room and was just like trying to show her boobs it was the telling the guys it looked like she had great boobs yeah no and she knows it you think she, she of course it's probably yeah. why she walked out too it was the telling of a. it was like well i saw shanice's boobs today this morning and it was like and of course like alex starts short circuiting and he's like see this is what i'm talking about that's why i thought i, I don't like too, that part of it though the rumor, I thought too, the rumor yes. was that he was going to say that she gets around because of his reaction to her showing the boobs. Uh, it's like, okay, Alex is a, it, it, it's, he, I'm, I'm turning on him. All right. Another Alex moment that rubbed me the wrong way. They get to the beach. They split up in teams, blah, 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 blah. Alex had told Shanice that she was too into his space. Like, oh, he, yeah. what did he say to her exactly? He was kind of like, you before violated. they left the beach. She was like, you don't have, he's like, you don't have, pers- you, don't you, don't, you, don't, you don't know, you don't, like, you don't know what personal space is, something like that. And she was like, huh? Also, the clip that they showed, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I know. what you're upset about? She just like grabbed his hand in the clip, like he was talking and she like grabbed his hand. She wasn't in his face. She grabbed his hand. And so he he just doesn't like Shanice. He doesn't like her because of the rumors he's heard. I think that he doesn't like her big personality. It's just, he just, he doesn't like her. And so he's looking for reasons, I feel like, to come at her. Yeah, so Shanice tries, Shanice is obviously and rightfully so uncomfortable with what he said. She's like, I just met you and you're already kind of coming at me about invading your space and I'm trying to figure out how. But Shanice, as we learn, does not like conflict and is not confrontational and has the most awkward conversation ever. But in her defense, Alex is also not giving her anything. He's just sitting there saying, yeah, he's not acknowledging her. He's not responding to her. And it's as if she's talking to herself, which made her even more uncomfortable. He was a jerk. 
I think he thinks he's better Hot than shit. other people. I mean, even them, even um, what do you call himself? What's it called? A psycho sapien or whatever. Oh, oh, um, sapiosexual. That's what he's sapiosexual. That's what it was. I was just like, okay, like he's like, yeah, I wonder what books you're reading and da da da. da. And I was just like, okay, we get if it. If you're smart, you're smart. We get if it. If you're smart, you're smart. Also, smart people aren't like, I yeah. need to know what books you're reading. No, it comes up in natural conversation where you're like talking about it. And it's like, oh, I'm reading this book and da, 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 da. That's how it happens. Exactly. Exactly. I, I just don't like when people scream who they are, you know, like, yeah, we get it. You're Zen. Let me find out who you are by getting to know you. Exactly. Exactly. I was mortified at the geese attack because I have a fear of birds. And that would have been my, I probably would have fainted seeing that. I don't care <laughs> if they were in the distance or they were right there. That is the sound, the flapping, the the movement towards, I just hate, I hate birds. They get to the house and we, once again, it's like we end every episode, I feel like with Silas's problematic behavior. They're in the conversation. Uh, they're, uh. they're having a conversation. They're talking about separating because they've been going out together. And so the girls do their thing. The guys do theirs. And somebody mentioned something about getting free drinks. And Silas immediately to Jasmine is like, you can't get free drinks. And it's just so, Silas is super controlling. I don't want to get into it. We got into it last time. It's too much for me. But there's a pattern. It there's wouldn't a work. pattern here. It wouldn't work with me I either. Mean, uh, and obviously the producers see it because we're going to keep seeing it. Yep. Yep, and it's a storyline. Mm-hmm. Because in the previews, they show Bria grow- going off. And, and and somebody made this of point. Of course, Bria is, is going off. <laughs> somebody made this point, and it is very interesting. He met Pandemic Jasmine. And so they were. she was at home. She was cooking. She was cleaning. She was doing all these things. He knew of her life before, but now he's really getting to see her come out of her pandemic shell, her quarantine shell. Mm-hmm. And it's as if he never envisioned. He thought that life stopped when she, when he came mm-hmm. along, and he is having a really hard time accepting it. And we're seeing that play out, and that's interesting. Or it's going to be interesting. Also, did you note that it is fifteen days? Like I said, day. You saw that at the bottom. It's like day five of fifteen. I haven't noticed it once. <laughs> It can't be 15 days. It just can't be. I saw it again. I didn't see it the whole time, but I saw it and I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not crazy. It's 15 days. I guess. Any we need we need answers on that. Can we get some It can't of, be the whole summer. Cast member or producer even, to come on and tell us. Even Bachelor in Paradise is only 21 days. Like it can't be the whole summer. One of my how long is Summer House? It's a few weekends. It's, it's like the whole, six it's or like, seven weekends, eight weekends. Yeah, they go back every week. Yeah, it's like the whole summer, pretty much. I do know that Summer House reached out to one of my friend's sisters. And mm-hmm. my friend goes to Martha's Vineyard every single summer. Her family has a house there. And they reached out to her sister to be on the show. This show or the other one? This show. Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Mm, to be on this season or another season? No, 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 another season. So, oh, so it's gonna keep looks going. like it's coming back. Is a sister friends with any of these people? No. They know um, Shanice, but not friends, but know her or know of her. 
Interesting. Well, second season. Here we go. Good. I hate for them. I only have one season. Interesting. Nice tea, Callie. That's it with Martha's Vineyard. I am enjoying it. At first, I I thought, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm in it. I'm in it. I get annoyed by certain people, but I like it. And I think it could be expected. I think it could be. I think there's two versions of this show. I think that next season could be this group. I think next season could be a completely different group of people. There's endless amount of groups of friends that go to Martha's Vineyard that they could film and go from friend group to friend group to friend group to friend group. Yeah, could could be us. But I like the angle of somebody who really is because Jasmine, we talked about this the first time we covered this. Jasmine's like, oh, this is where Black people go. And she's giving these history lessons of it. And it is true, but it is not where you have gone every summer. So I would actually like to, to be with a group that where someone has a house, they really did spend all their summers there and they know it in a different way. The history lesson was a little forced. I don't, I don't Appreci- need it. Appre- Please never again. <laughs> never again. Oh, okay. Well, that is it for us. We'll be back next week with the huge, maybe Atlanta, maybe not. Um, but we know we'll be bringing you Real Housewives, New Jersey, reunion we know we won't be able to stop ourselves from at least commenting on the second episode of the reunion for vanderpump we'll see tbd on atlanta and we'll definitely be covering martha's vineyard so we'll see you guys next friday have a good weekend bye this episode is brought to you by state farm you might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong but these are the words you really need to remember like a good neighbor state farm is there They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.